Hello, Ryan Phelan here with the Epic Phelan Podcast. This week we have Alyssa Coolis, personal trainer with One for All Fitness, and she does FST, fascial stretch therapy. We're going to talk about combining FST and personal training along with powerlifting for women and not judging yourself. All right, I'm Ryan Phelan, and this is the Epic Phelan Podcast. Today I have with me Alyssa Coolis, and she is a personal trainer at One for All Fitness. You may have heard another podcast that I've had with Alex Soretsky, the world's fastest cow, so she works along with Alex, but she does something a little bit different, which is... FST. FST. Uh, FST. Fascial stretch therapy. Okay, so tell me a little bit more about that. So, basically, it's a form of facilitated stretching. It targets the muscles, the joints, the ligaments, basically everything. So, all you got to do is lay on a table, I stretch you, and it's that simple. Really? That's it? Yeah. Okay, is this something that's done pre-workout or post-workout? It doesn't really matter. You can do, like, quick FST, which is only 15 minutes long. It warms you up. It gets everything moving. Really, really good for, like, before sporting activities or, like, events and stuff like that. Like, if you're going to do a marathon or something, there's sometimes people stretching people at the events. So you can do that. Or what I focus on primarily is more of, like, a rehab way of doing it. Okay. So I work on people that, like, are maybe a bit more broken than the average person. So that's me. <laughs> not that kind of broken. Oh. <laughs> right on. There's no uh, F F S T for this. No. <laughs> okay. So yeah, a little more broken being like physiotherapy. So it's kind of similar. Yeah. The people I prefer to work on are the people that have like chronic pain and discomfort. So I work on people who have like bulging discs or arthritis or tendonitis, any of those sorts of things. I actually had one client who has five bulging discs. Wow. Yeah, it was insane. We worked together for probably six months and I got her into a powerlifting meet. Wow. Yeah. So she went from like barely being able to walk, barely being able to move to actually doing she only did bench and deadlift, but she deadlifted like over 200 pounds. Oh, deadlift? Well, yeah. I mean, with, with bulging, like right? that's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, how long have you been doing that for? Oh my God, it's been over two years now. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's programs for that, obviously. Is it part of a physiotherapy? No, so it's actually something completely different. It's a certification. Okay. It's based out of Arizona. It's a couple... And they started it, Ann and Chris, so they did all the research about fascia and connective tissue, and they actually came up with the whole system. There's three levels. So I'm a level one, and then you can do two and three, but they're based out of Toronto or Arizona, so it's about getting a flight and paying for all of that to get there, but it's on the bucket list of things to do this year. Oh, nice. To get your two and three? Preferably just two, but three is going to be coming soon, hopefully. Okay. Yeah. So being that you're at a powerlifting gym, <laughs> would you say that's how you get most of your clients? Or do you have a website or um, any kind of social media of your of your own? Yeah. So I do promote quite a bit on social media. It's not really where I like to spend a lot of my time promoting myself because I think word of mouth is a lot more helpful. So I work a lot with yoga studios and I work with Alex as well. And we all cross promote each other. So, yeah. Okay. How about like chiropractors and whatnot? Would that be like a strategic kind of like alliance or, or not so much? Are you kind of like competitors? <laughs> We're definitely not competitors. What I do is quite different. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of one of those things where it's not as known. 
as chiropractor and massage. So, for example, it's not covered by insurance, which is a huge thing mm-hmm. that I've found has hindered my ability to grow my business. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to coordinate with people who are covered by insurance because... They would have to really, really, really believe in something in order to promote something that's maybe outside of their clinic or not covered by insurance. So it's really hard. But once people actually try it, they see how amazing it is and they feel it. And then I've been able to get a few relationships with massage therapists more so. And we kind of cross-promote. Cross-promote that way. Okay, cool. I I know some massage therapists that I should put you in touch with yeah and i'm actually in school for massage therapy right now oh awesome yeah yeah so that's trying to weave my way around the loophole of not being covered by insurance because massage therapy is yeah yeah so i can create a hybrid is my goal nice yeah yeah no that's that's awesome yeah so a question that i ask a lot of people that are on my podcast because calgary has a huge population that is not actually native to calgary are you from calgary no i'm not (laughs) surprise surprise (laughs) most aren't but that's what everyone told me and all my friends are from calgary so i don't know what everyone's talking about (laughs) like 90 percent of my friends were born and raised in calgary but i'm from ottawa you're from ottawa yeah i don't even detect an accent (laughs) an accent (laughs) i'm just joking (laughs) man (laughs) so you're from ottawa when did you move out here oh my god like three and a half years ago and what brought you out here oh god well i was in university i did three and a half years of university i went to st fx for a year i went to ottawa u for the rest of it and everyone kept asking me what i wanted to do with my degree and i honestly had no answer I had no clue what I wanted to do, and my family was like, you get a degree first, and then you figure out what you want to do. What's your degree? So, (laughs) I don't actually have a degree, so I did a year and a half of psychology and a year and a half of history. Oh, okay. So, what are you going to do with a history degree if you don't want to be a teacher? Yes. So, yeah, I dropped out, which was a really hard decision for me. I took six months off. I worked full-time. I worked with my personal trainer at the time, and I realized that... During that time, I'd gone through a lot of darkness, and what saved me a lot of the time was working out, and that became basically the one thing in my life that got me through everything, and my trainer was the guy who was always there for me, always helping me out, and so I was like, you know what? If he can do that for me, I could do that for people, too. That's awesome. That's Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, it's, it's more than just the... Yeah, the physical side of it is, it's, yeah, the, the mental health as well. Like totally. Working out totally helps in that regard. Yeah. So then, yeah, I packed two duffel bags and I showed up here like September, three and a half years ago. Wow, look at that. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah, so I lucked out. I did actually come to do the personal training diploma at Mount Royal University. Oh, okay. So I lived in residence my first year. And that's how I met my now roommate and best friend. And, like, all of my friends, basically, I met through there. And that's how I met Alex, actually. Oh, was, was Alex in that same program? Or? He wasn't, but we had to do a practicum. And I ended up doing it at the gym that Alex was working at. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. The gym that he was at before. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> what do you like about where you're at now with both your... FST and your um, personal training? I honestly think that I really just love helping people and I think that personal training and FST kind of comes together and can actually make huge changes in people's lives. So like 
like it made a difference in my life. I've seen that with people and especially people who are hurting and in a lot of pain. Being able to help alleviate some of that pain and relearn movement patterns so that the cycle of pain actually stops is really just my goal. Okay. So being that you're three years here, what do you really like about Calgary? Other than, you know, going to the gym and stretching people out. <laughs> what, what, what's, what's, what's your jam? What, what do you like to do? I really, really love the mountains, and I really don't get out enough. Uh, as a kid, I was a competitive downhill skier, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, the first time I went skiing in the mountains was unbelievable, but with life and school and work, it's really, really hard to get out there, so... That's really frustrating for me, but I also am the assistant head coach of the Special Olympics powerlifting team. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. So that's what I do with a lot of my free time. Like, I work with the athletes. I do a lot of fundraising with them. And, uh, yeah, our season starts in March. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Mostly volunteer? or Oh, yeah. It's like 100% volunteering. I put together a fundraiser, actually, for Worlds, because the 100% Raw Powerlifting Worlds was in Calgary this year. Oh, okay. I put together a fundraiser. Yeah. We sold stickers, and we raised over $450 oh, for the that's, team. that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's really cool. Yeah. So, powerlifting, obviously, that's something that you're, you're doing. You mentioned it a few times. And traditionally and this is so chauvinistic and so <laughs> go ahead i've heard it yeah, all before right? but even talking to alex you know i kind of have a little bit of a background in yeah. it. but but i mean you just i think the typical person thinks you know they think power lifter and they think you know like the strongman competition oh, right yeah. guy with a bit of a beer gut that's like <laughs> that's lifting things oh like, yeah that's know, me yeah, totally yeah, yeah but it's like <laughs> but it's like you are the exact opposite of that yeah <laughs> and so like do you find that there's a, a lot of women that are, are getting into the powerlifting? Yeah, it's super, super nice to see. I think that that's what our team, Team Powerhouse, has kind of at an advantage. We have a lot of strong women, and it's so much fun to go to the gym every day and lift with these strong women. I'm not the strongest. I'm first to admit that. But working out beside all these strong women is so motivating, and we're such a family, and we're so supportive, and... It's just so fantastic to see all these women coming out. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I that I really noticed, like, I have been in the past really involved in fitness and <laughs> obviously not right now. <laughs> but, but seeing the kind of change in mentality where it was like, for a long time, it was like, well, I don't want to, like, do weights and get bulky. So there'd be a real separation between what the guys are doing in the gym and what the girls are doing in the gym where I've been to your gym, my one for all. And it's the sense of family. There is like really, really cool. And how like, it doesn't matter who you are. There's always somebody there to kind of give you some advice or help you out or definitely. And like, I've gotten a lot of backlash from people as well in terms of just like becoming a power lifter because I think, yeah, especially as shitty as it is, I don't know if I can say that. Oh, yeah, you can say it. We can swear swear on this podcast. Okay, perfect. As shitty as it is, my family has been kind of giving me a bit of backlash for my entire powerlifting career, I guess you could call it. Yeah, because it's that same thing of, like, women should stay away from weights, and I think a lot of people still have that old-school mentality of, like, women should be skinny. It's pretty surprising to see, but, uh, Yeah. yeah. It's definitely something that's still out there. But there is a huge difference between, like, being skinny and being, like, fit or athletically toned. It's like, if I was to be skinny, I'd be like, eh, 
but being athletically toned is like so much better. You look, right? you, you look, you look healthy. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like everybody has a different body. Everybody has a different size, shape, whatever. Yeah. And all that matters is that you're being healthy, in my opinion. Yeah, totally. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, diet. Yeah, what? What kind of what? Uh, oh God. Yeah, I mean. I won't say I'm not going to guess your age or anything like that. <laughs> I'm 25 years old. 25 years old. So yeah, you don't have to worry too much about you know. Oh no, well, yeah. that's false. I do. That's false. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So so what what is your what, is it pretty restrictive what you eat or? Oh God, no. No. So I do something called if it fits your macros. It's oh, amazing. Explain this. So basically, there's a certain amount of carbs, protein, and fat you can eat in a day based on, like, it's all personalized. I have someone that does it all for me. She's amazing. Okay. And so basically, I can eat whatever I want as long as it fits my goal intake for the day of carbs, fat, and protein. Wow. Yeah. It's a sneaky way of that eating is, whatever I want. That is very, very sneaky. It's fantastic. <laughs> Would highly recommend. Yeah? Yeah. I might have to try this out. So you who should. so who is this that does this? Uh, her name is Megan Bain. Oh, Megan, yeah, and she's yeah. she's also at um, one for all, yeah, 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 and she's actually on the board for the federation. She's a strong girl. Holy shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's awesome. But she's actually amazing. I've lost like six inches in four weeks just from like eating whatever I want. Mm-hmm. She's a wizard. <laughs> nice. She's a wizard. <laughs> so there's a lot of personal trainers out there. Right, and there's a lot of <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and I mean I'm probably using the term like loosely because there's like there's the guy that takes the weekend course and is like, <laughs> yeah. it's like dude, I'm like a personal trainer. That's Alex. But, yeah, Alex, Alex, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but there's there's a lot out there, and there's like a huge difference between like. The good ones, like I've I've gone into a gym. And I've seen a guy show up in like jeans, and he was <laughs> yes. on his cell phone and just pointed to his client what thing to use. And yeah. I'm like, like really? What's you know? This is horrible. Like, what is what is something that you say that you bring that is unique to you as a personal trainer? Well, I've recovered recently from like a pretty bad back injury. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's something that really really matters to me because my issue came from lifting improperly. So it's easy fixes that could have been changed that were never addressed. And so that scared me so badly that I am so 100% dialed into my client and making sure that everything is moving properly, that all the muscles are firing the way they should be, that everything looks right and feels comfortable. And I think that a lot of people lack that because they're more interested in the amount of weight that's being lifted. Yeah. And they're not so concerned about the body mechanics of the person that's actually lifting the weight. Oh, yeah. We were talking about this earlier with another guest, and we were saying how you could do an activity, you know, a thousand times, but if you're not doing it correctly or don't understand, you know, why you're doing it, yeah. it's of no significance or possibly even harmful for you. Totally. Whenever I do get back to the gym, I do like to do a range of different movements, but the one that has always scared me is the deadlift. Really? Yeah, because it's like not not knowing exactly where I should be, and I just don't want to like mess my back up. Like yeah. it's like it's such a yeah. So that's that's something that's really good that you've kind of been through that, and you know how to uh, help people prevent injury. Yeah, it definitely gave me a lot of empathy 
having gone through such a severe injury of like not being able to move and stuff like that and taking so much time off of lifting it definitely scared me and so I understand what people are going through when things don't feel right or maybe they're experiencing pain so it's given me definitely a different point of view of the whole injury prevention situation cool yeah. so weights versus cardio yeah, I, I don't cardio. Yeah, there's a, you wanna, <laughs> I don't do cardio. Because I'm always kind of paying attention to like the different trends and whatnot. Yeah. And it used to be like, oh, you know, cardio, cardio, cardio. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing a lot more now where it's, it's weights and that sort of is your cardio as well. Yeah, so it depends how you're doing it. If you're doing like a lot of high reps with low rest, then you're kind of doing cardio. Mm-hmm. But you have to remember that your heart is a muscle yeah. and it should not be neglected. Yes. So if that means like doing a bit of cardio at the end of your workout, there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes I do that too if I feel like my workout was kind of a little bit easier. Maybe I didn't push as hard as I probably should have. Or maybe I took a little too long resting in between sets, which is definitely something I do all the time. Yep. Then I'll jump on the treadmill and do something to get my heart rate up a little bit. But if you're doing, like today I did 3 by 10 squats and I was full-blown wheezing almost by the end of it. Oh, yeah. So that was cardio for me. That's cardio, yeah. So it does count, I would say. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> to get into some good shape here, how many times a week should somebody be going to oh, the God. gym? I think it depends on the person. Yeah. Because there is such thing as overdoing it, which I think people kind of, they all get excited about working out and getting into it. And then they overdo it and they burn out and then they don't feel very good and then they stop. Yeah. So rest is just as important as working out. And I think a lot of people neglect that. I definitely did at one point in my life. I was doing like two times a day, seven days a week. And I burnt out so hard and it was terrible. So I think like the average person probably would be good with three days a week. It gives you adequate rest in between days. Okay. Yeah. So being that this podcast is called Epic Phelan, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which is like a, a play on my name and also um, and also the name of the podcast. <laughs> it's a, what would you say would be an epic fail when it comes to, I guess, training or even, even just uh, the whole fitness genre like if you're if you're to really to look at that and make a change in your life what would be a big fail a big fail i think a big fail people do is judgment oh like it's really really hard and i i've seen this with a lot of people and like people close to me is like comparing yourself to others and judging others yeah and i think that that is something that really really needs to stop because at the end of the day all that matters is what you do and no one cares what the person beside you is doing. Yeah. And I think like that scares a lot of people too at the same time because they're afraid of judgment. They're afraid to put themselves out there. They're afraid to fail. They're afraid for people to see that, especially in a world where like social media is a big thing and people are like shaming people on social media and all that fun stuff. Everyone's posting their highlight reels. They're yeah, not posting a, like... their low lights. Yeah. No, yeah. no one posts their low and lights. And so yeah. it causes people to judge themselves or judge others or compare themselves. And I think that really needs to stop because it's only hurting yourself at the end of the day. Not really a fail, but definitely something that, that, that would that, That's a huge fail. That's a huge fail. It's like, yeah, stop judging yourself and stop, you know, like comparing yourself to others because your journey is different from the totally. next person's. Yeah. And some people are just naturally good at things. Like, yeah. I was never naturally good at working out. 
and I, I like I don't think I am right now either but it's something like I enjoy and I do it anyways I'm not good at powerlifting I love it and it's something I enjoy doing so I'm gonna keep doing it even though I'm not the best which is yeah. fine well that's you know what sometimes that that it can make somebody a lot better though right because it's because yeah. that means that they're gonna put the work into it right totally right so again, I'm gonna go back to um to being three years in Calgary yeah What's your favorite part about Calgary? Honestly, I think it's really, this is going to sound stupid, but like it has such a good feeling to it. Yeah. My mom and I said the same thing. We both like stepped off the plane and we we're like, it just feels good. Like there's something about Calgary in Ottawa. It's very like government, keep your head down, focus on yourself. Don't talk to people, just focus on what you're doing. But in Calgary, it's such a community and everybody wants each other to succeed. And there's more small business here. And it just like has that community feeling where everyone just wants to work together and build everyone up and like focus on small businesses and stuff like that. And it's just it feels really, really good to be here. Oh, that's awesome. That's really, really good to hear. Yeah. So before we go. Is there anything uh, that you'd like to plug? Anything you'd like to promote for yourself, like your own personal websites or oh uh, social media or phone number to get a hold of you for <laughs> FST training or FST training? Well, FST. fascial stretch therapy. So the T is the, the, the therapy. The T is the therapy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not double T. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I do unfortunately still have a 613 number. So if you wanted to book anything, you could text me or call, I guess. Okay. 613-762-0306. Okay. And even if it's just for more information or find out what it's all about? For sure. And you can find me at One for All Fitness. One for All Fitness. Yeah. Perfect. Well, it was great having you on. Thanks for having it was, me. It was tons of fun. Oh, and yeah. you know what? You should come back and, and uh, do it again sometime. For sure. Okay. And until next time, stay epic. Thanks again for listening to Epic Phelan. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe. Give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RealRyanPhelan. And visit my website at thecalgaryrealestateguy.com. Until next time, stay epic.